0: Hello, and welcome to the Purdue Ag Econ podcast, the podcast for experts and innovators in agriculture. I'm Haley Fisher. On today's episode, Dr. Foster and I talk to world-renowned researcher, author, and our very own department head of Ag Econ, Dr. Jason Lusk. We will be discussing the hot and prevalent question, what will my Thanksgiving feast cost this year? Stay tuned.
1: Hello, you're listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics podcast. I'm your host, Ken Foster, and with me is my co-host, Haley Fisher, who is a junior here at Purdue in agricultural economics. Haley, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Got any big plans?
0: Just going home. I need a break after these past two weeks with exams and homework. It's been absolutely crazy. So it's, it's,
1: it's starting to really, it's starting to really get uh, intense here at the end and hang in there. I'm sure it'll get better. And certainly yeah. a little time with family and some yes. good food and some relaxation. We'll
0: Football. come back
1: and knock off those final exams and be done yep. with another semester. So, hey, um, Haley, why don't you introduce our guest today, because I know you have a special relationship with him.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm introducing um, Dr. Jason Lusk, our head at department of AgECon here, and also my research mentor, so very exciting. How are you doing today?
2: Good, thanks Haley and uh, Dr. Foster. It's fun, fun to be on. Thanks for asking me.
1: No, we're glad to have you here, and especially going into the Thanksgiving holiday, and we heard that you're the expert who can help us understand what our Thanksgiving feast is going to cost us and why.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'm the expert, but I am the person that seems to get asked a lot <laughs> what about our Thanksgiving meal is gonna cost us. Well, I know there's All a right.
1: long history here in the department. It goes back before my time here at, at Purdue and Ag Econ. I remember when I first came, Joe Ewell used to do a Thanksgiving update on the cost of a Thanksgiving meal and then after he retired I think Corrine Alexander did it for a number of years until she sadly passed away. So it's good to see that somebody's <laughs> keeping that <laughs> up. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, everybody's you know, it's something people pay attention to and it is a time where we spend more money on food and so we are. We do tend to pay a little closer attention to the prices than we do otherwise. I guess the short answer is it's going to be more expensive Uh-oh. this year. Prices oh are definitely
1: up. <laughs> well, I was just uh, thinking the other day in class while I was teaching my students about real prices and deflating prices to account for inflation that they have no idea what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I think maybe before the last month or two, I
2: have even though food prices have been increasing at a faster rate than we've been you know, accustomed to in the past, I mean, my main message to people is these rates still aren't crazy. It's just that we be, have become so accustomed to them being so low. So for example, if you back up the decade before the start of the pandemic, prices of food at home increased about a percent per year. So just very small, slow, steady increases in prices. And I guess we got to think that's normal. So, you know, now when things are going like 4%, 5% a year, it feels really different, even though that 4 to 5% is nothing like the 70s, you know, when it was the 10 and
1: 15 and 20% increases. Well, I guess that leads to the next question. Is this going to slow down? Is it yeah. going to speed up? Are we going to find ourselves in a situation like the 1970s or... That's the million, billion,
2: trillion dollar question. (laughs) Hard to say. I think, you know, the economists out there, there's this word they use, is this transitory? And I think I've kind of turned that around by saying everything's transitory. just depends how long the transition is. How long are we going to be in this this position? So the latest data just came out on inflation today. and, And it's always backward looking. So we're looking, you know, the most recent, at least government data we have is back in October. And we saw a jump up that was as high as we've seen since the seventies again. So we, we actually don't seem to be decelerating at the moment. If anything, it seems to kind of be picking up steam, but I don't know. I, I think the way I think about it is what would have to change for us to get back to the kinds of inflation rates that we expected in the past. And I, I think one of the main things that would have to change is I think the, the labor market situation would have to have to study out, mean, meaning people back to work, not increasing at quite the rate they have been people not staying outside the workforce a lot of the challenges we're experiencing at the moment are people oriented and so it's not going to get back to normal till that resolves itself
0: yeah so as a cook in my household i'm going to be doing a lot of the grocery shopping for thanksgiving so i'm wondering is my turkey how much is that going to be costing compared to years past
2: sure so you know i i got a email yesterday from a reporter at one of the major national newspapers and said somebody told me today their turkey was going to be 85 dollars can that be right and i said well where were they shopping how big is the turkey <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. so uh, i said he said he was fact checking i said i would check that fact out so you know the the data that we see right now suggests, you know on average prices of a turkey or you know between a dollar and a dollar 50 a pound. So if you're buying a 20 pound Turkey, think 20, 25 to 30 bucks is probably what you can expect for that, that big of a bird. And if you think about just prices per pound, turkeys are pretty affordable. (laughs) And and so while it probably is a bit more expensive, you know, maybe 15 to 20% more expensive than it was last year, you know, it
1: compared to other protein items, it's a pretty affordable meal. So where's this inflation coming from? I mean, I know you know many things can cause inflation. We've been worried about inflation really probably since the Great Recession and mm-hmm. the money supply policy kind of shifted to be a little bit looser. yeah, but we haven't seen it yeah. until recently. So where's this one coming from? <laughs> yeah. in your opinion uh, i I think there's not a single
2: answer to that question. I think it's a combination of factors. So you're right, Ken, I think you know a lot of economists, we kept thinking, when's the inflation gonna hit? Because we pumped a lot of money in the economy following the Great Recession, and it didn't, it didn't ever seem to really impact prices, which was perplexing. I do think it seems to be mattering this time around a little bit. It, again, if you look at the data, there's a huge increase in money supply, and you can also see it in things like people's savings rates at least at an aggregate level, are also much higher than normal. So there's more money out there, more of that money's in people's pockets. Not everybody, of course, but sort of on average. And so if there's more money, the value of each dollar is lower. So it takes more dollars to get the stuff you want and need. And that's sort of what inflation is. So I think that the monetary part is one part of the answer, I think, The other answers relate to the labor issues that I referred to earlier that, you know, I don't know, I don't know that we know why this is all happening, but the, the, the so-called great resignation, people quitting their jobs, trying new jobs not showing up. Some of it's related to COVID people were fearful of getting the virus. So they stayed out of the workforce. Maybe they lost child care. Maybe their kids weren't in school, so they're staying out of the workforce. But I think that combination of things pulled people out of the workforce. And so people are so companies are having to pay more to get people to show up. And you can actually look in the food sector, at least, for now compared to prior to the pandemic, like in the meatpacking sector, wages are up almost 20%. And food manufacturing, food retail, it's more like 10, 10% or so. So we are paying more, and we may need to pay even more to get people to show up to work. But that, that cost, those, that has to go somewhere, and we're seeing it in food prices. And then two, I know I'm kind of rambling on, but it's such a multifaceted set of phenomena. Two other things I'll point to that, that I think are really helping contribute to this inflation. One is ag commodity prices have risen. That sort of push, pushes the question back a level. Why are they rising? We had some droughts in South America. China was buying a lot, which is really the other factor. A lot, really strong demand internationally. China's been buying first a lot of grains and a lot of beef and that pork, that's pulling up prices here. And there's probably a lot of other things. People kind of point to supply chain disruptions, but something's got to cause those on the back end. And one of the things that could be going on right now is all that money I talked about, people just want stuff. So we see all those ships backed up on the ports in the news articles, and we think it's Yeah, it's partly people related. They can't unload them. The other part is there's just a lot. We're just importing a lot of stuff right now. We're just wanting a lot of things because we have this money and whatever else. And so that's one of the reasons stuff is getting backed up. Is yeah, it's people related. It's supply chain
1: logistics, but it's just we're just moving a lot more volume than normal. Yeah, just nobody was really ready for this springboard. Pent up demand for yeah. stuff after we all came out of our COVID hibernation. Right. <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah. Everybody's that. like, "We want to go on vacation." <laughs> yeah, I want to get that. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And, and, right. And it's, and it's and it's different sorts of things. You know, we saw shortages and supply chain issues during COVID. You know, you get, try to bicycle or some exercise equipment, no way because you know we're all home and we all stocked up on that stuff, yep. and now it's kind of turned into a different yeah. different. Set of goods that we're clamoring for, and I think people just, the supply side just wasn't, yeah, like thinking that far ahead or realizing just how big that rebound was going to be. And I think a lot of us thought maybe this recovery was going to be slow, mm-hmm. and it's and it's not really been. That's right. And you know, I feel we complain
2: about take take an example like used cars. You know, used car prices are really have really increased in the last year or two, and. You think, well, how, how about you? Know, those silly car companies, you know, how could they have not th- Put yourself in their shoes. You know, you have this huge pandemic. You shut down the economy. Nobody's driving to work anymore. Are you going to keep manufacturing cars? No. And so, what do you do? Then you cancel your chip orders and all the things that it takes to make the cars. You don't know how long it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, lo and behold, people want new cars. <laughs> they yeah. want to get out and drive. Yeah. And then you got to, you know, unwind all of that, all that all stuff. That stuff. Yeah, sure, exactly. And then
1: throw, you know, through steel you know here in the united states we're kind of dealing with COVID. it's not that covid has gone away but we've learned maybe to live with it a little bit better but if you're in some of the places where some of these key components are being made it's not like that you know the vaccinations haven't gotten there or they're not yeah. as widely available and so they still have maybe some supply disruptions mm-hmm. that are affecting us which is you know i I like to put the positive spin on this, you know some of this is you know with respect to the supply chain it's related to a pretty robust economic recovery mm-hmm. not a it's not necessarily a sad bad story yeah it's a, it's a little inconvenient for those of us whose cars just recently broke down, <laughs> but um right. you know for other people, it's not so bad,
0: yeah so you talked about turkey I would love to hear more about just the prices of food in general so how what are we seeing the trends over time we touched a little bit about it
2: sure I'll answer that but I should have asked you earlier when you said you cook in your house what <laughs> what are you going to cook for Thanksgiving maybe then I can yeah, give you yeah. better better <laughs> answers about those prices what's your specialty
0: well my specialty is bread so I do the rolls wow. in that type of section so that's I'm a baker so I kind of like the that side of things so <laughs> I need to I need to have you at our house that sounds, that sounds really good
2: uh so actually things like bread the rates of for bread even fruits and vegetables have sort of not experienced really dramatic increases where we've seen the big changes are meat items so beef in particular have, you know compared to the same time last year were you know 20 to 30 percent higher pork you know probably 15 to 20 percent and then chicken and turkey a little bit lower than that so it's, the, it's really the meat items where we've seen a lot of that inflation and then because meat is such a a large portion of people's food budget and they calculate these price indices that tends to pull up, you know, whenever meat increases by 28%, it pulls up that whole index. So kind of across the board, you know, kind of what they call year over year. So this most recent month to the same month last year, food prices at grocery are, you know, roughly five to 6% higher than they were last year. Year over year price inflation, that was about on that same level. It's just that we went through this really long period in between those (laughs) where it was was really low now the food away from home the restaurant sector you know i I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head but it it was it it tends to have a little higher average month over month increase so again for that past past decade prior to to the pandemic it was more like two and a half percent every year increased but much steadier than food at home part because when you're going out to eat you're buying more than the underlying food you're buying a lot of labor Mm -hmm. people are cooking and cleaning for you so so it's it tends to be real steady but then this you know really over the last four or five months those prices have been really ticking up because they're again probably they're trying to get labor in. they're dealing with all these supply chain logistical issues the transportation all that kind of stuff and so those kind of year-over-year price increases we're seeing levels we, we probably haven't seen since probably the 80s there so if you go out to eat you know, at a higher level than you really come to expect. So fortunately for Thanksgiving, most of us are, you know, have the luxury to eat at home and, and be around yes. our families. But those increases in prices away from home really have been accelerating at a, at a pretty high
1: rate. You know, you know, Thanksgiving dinner is kind of like eating out in a way, right? You're consuming more than just the food. You're yeah. consuming <laughs> the family time and that's that's right. camaraderie. And so probably most of us are willing to pay a little bit more to have that mm-hmm. extra added benefit of the of the thanksgiving holiday meal
2: yeah by the way i did notice a, a quote in the it was in the wall street journal this morning that somebody was talking about these food price issues that we're talking about and they were complaining that their bill at whole foods uh they spent the same amount of money but just weren't getting as much and it's I think that's true, but it's kind of hard to be too sympathetic <laughs> for, the, for the person shopping at, at Whole Foods. And I, th- I think maybe on that note, I'd say, you know, they're frustrating for consumers to pay higher food prices. But I think the great thing about our the kind of food world we live in, there's so many options. And mm-hmm. sure, if this item, if it, let's say you want beef on the dinner table. Probably the most expensive item is a tenderloin. But even if you want to stay in beef, just you know, substitute down to the you know, to a sirloin or to the flat iron or go for some burgers, or just switch over to the chicken or the turkey. So there's lots of ways that families can accommodate price changes to make that impact on on their bottom line less than it
1: might be otherwise. Sure, and I think it's a that's a really important food security Mm -hmm. message too, right? That you know, it's important for us to maintain maintain that kind of diverse food system Mm -hmm. that is affordable to a wide range of people's incomes as well as their lifestyles and nutritional needs. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jason, thanks for taking time to talk to us about our Thanksgiving meal and about inflation in general. I think, you know, as, as we pointed out, it's a topic that has been on the back burner for economists for a while. So this is a great teachable moment for us to talk about it for a new generation that maybe hasn't experienced very much but could... See more of it in their life to come.
2: That's fun. Yeah, and I enjoyed being here. I'll even learn something new about Haley. She has a lot of talents, but now I know she's also a baker. <laughs> oh, so. well, we're going to have to put yeah, our orders
1: in ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, <this is> great. <laughs>
0: Maybe I'll surprise you with some donuts someday. Or something. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really
1: good. All right. You've been listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. You can visit the department at www. Dot, dot, purdue, dot Edu. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Have a great day and a wonderful Thanksgiving.